hello and welcome to the Flix Forum podcast where each episode we go back and we look at a Netflix original film in the order of release. Today we have Netflix 297th film from 2020. It's the romantic comedy Holiday, directed by John Whitesell. It stars Emma Roberts, Luke Bracey, Jake Manley, Jessica Capshaw, Andrew Batchelor, Francis Fisher, Manish Dayal and Kristen Chenoweth. I'm Jesse, I'm your host. Thanks for joining me today. As always, we're going to spoil this film as we go. So if you're keen on checking this film out, give us a pause and come back a little bit later on because we kick off with the fast flicks where we do a quick little summary of what the film's all about. So this one's about a guy and a girl who agree to be each other's dates for all holiday events without benefits. <laughs> Will this work? <laughs> Intriguing. This is uh, one of your rom-coms that you're probably used to um, with a little bit of holiday season involved throughout pretty much holiday seasons all throughout the year. <laughs> Let's have a look. How did this end up on Netflix? There's not much really, uh, considering the cast and, and that sort of stuff, but it was uh, announced in March of 2019 that Emma Roberts was on board for this film. It was produced by McGee, who's directed those babysitter films that we've covered on this podcast as well. Principal photography began in May 2019 in Atlanta, Georgia, so sitting in or stepping in for the town of Chicago where the film's set. Uh, on Netflix, they said it was the top streamed item in its debut weekend and then on november 4th variety reported this is uh, november 4th of 2020 Re variety reported the film was the 25th most watched straight to streaming title of 2020 up to that point and in january um, of 2021 netflix reported 68 million households had watched the film so quite a lot of people had watched this um apparently this did hit netflix on the 28th of october 2020 apparently had a budget of 21 million dollars that uh, seems like quite a lot for this type of film um crazy that they spent that much money on it uh awards uh it won best supporting young actress in a streaming feature film for savannah rayner who's the little cousin in this film um it was also put on that reframe stamp top 100 most popular narrative and animated feature list for the year as well translations around the world spanish it's called calendar love that makes sense because the film goes throughout a whole year uh in portuguese it's called love with a scheduled date in french it's called the heart at the party hungarian it's called casual dating yeah these all make sense japanese this is an interesting one holiday only how to avoid being a botch for now <laughs> interesting title uh norwegian it's called solemnly yours and in chinese it's called holiday limited lovers so a whole bunch of different titles around the world the tagline was who's your perfect plus one Lazy, lazy, lazy. Um, not very clever at all. It's just a question about the film, really. Uh, what are the critics and audiences saying about this film? So on Rotten Tomato, sits at 45% on 60 reviews. That is rotten. Audience, very similar, 54% on more than 1,000 ratings. Letterboxd sits at a 6.1 out of 10 on 76,000 ratings, quite a lot. These letterbox numbers blow my mind. Sits at a 2.5 out of 5 on 129,000 ratings. Actually logged by 209,000 people. Out of control. Um, Metacritic's 44 out of 100 on 15 reviews in that yellow traffic light system and the audience also in the yellow at a 5.4 out of 10 on 38 reviews too. What are my early thoughts on this one? Um, I mean, I, I like the idea of making a Christmas movie a little bit raunchy. That's what this tries to do. But unfortunately, a lot of the raunchy stuff didn't work and it just didn't land too well. So that's where we're at for this. Uh, let's talk about some characters in this film. So our characters, Sloane. Sloane's our main, main female in this film. She's, we see her family. She's the train wreck of the family. The pressure's on her to date, but she's been let down by love before. So she's got commitment issues. Her ex cheated on her. 
Um, you know, she talks about him being too hot for her. So her expectations are confused. Uh, you know, her, her lifestyle isn't great. She works remotely. She doesn't care about how she looks. She smokes. And these are all things that her family um, pick on her for, I guess, that, you know, they have these high expectations of what they wanted to get married. Um, and, and sometimes, well, not even married, but just be with someone. And, and those expectations are really stressing her out. And that's where we come across Jackson, who's this... Uh, other guy who seems to sort of uh, have some issues in his love life too. He's an Australian. He's a pro golfer, apparently. Um, it's pretty clear early on that he's into Sloan. We don't know anything about him except he has a friend and he plays golf and he's from Australia. That's it. There's no, nothing else that's really developed about his character, which is a little bit unfortunate. Uh, this whole idea of the holiday where... I guess that's the title of the film is where you, you have someone that you just bring along to every holiday event. So Thanksgiving, Halloween, Christmas, Easter, etc. You just bring someone with you um, as a date to keep your family off your back about harassing you about your love life. Uh, so Aunt Susan Sloan's aunt, this is where that idea comes from. And she brings someone different to every family event. And it's like she does it just to get through it because she's a little bit older in age and, and hasn't found that someone. So it's her way of dealing with that as well, I guess. Um, Abby. Sloane's sister, mother of four, um, makes some interesting choices in this film, which we'll get to soon. Uh, and she also has a younger brother who is has a fiance called Liz. And I guess the, the brother and Liz, they've got a weird side story where they literally get married really quickly and, and it, their side stories, they don't really know anything about each other. So I think the side things are a little bit off in this film. The same with uh, Farouk, he's, uh, this doctor that Sloane's mum tries to set her up with uh, and he ends up with the Aunt Susan. So obviously I've said the spoilers. <laughs> there are some spoilers from this film. Uh, the director, John Whitsell. He's got 61 directing credits, a lot of TV work, a lot of TV shows you'd know, like Hot in Cleveland that had Betty White in it, uh, Girl Meets World, Chicago PD, The Cosby Show, and and has directed films like Big Mama's House too as well. So, uh, you know, been around the block, done quite a bit of work. All right, let's talk about some scenes. What are some scenes that, that stood out? I think Jackson's first date that we see at the start of the film is with this girl called Carly. Her parents are full on. Her room's like a child's room with all these dolls around. She gets dirty with them. And then when they go out to sit with the family to exchange gifts, he hasn't got one for her and she goes nuts about it. And it's like, you know, you should have got me a gift seeing as, you know, you know me well enough to come in my mouth. And he offers her cash and she's like, am I a prostitute? And she offers her 40 bucks. She's like, well, I'll take 80. <laughs> just really threw me off. So I think that's why it surprised me. More than I really liked the scene, just surprised me about, oh, this is where this film's going to go. Um, Jackson and Sloan on their first holiday together. Uh, he just comes out with things like saying, your tits look exceptional. I like your ass too. It's like, I can say whatever I want. It's like, this is where we're going with this film. Uh, the 4th of July trip. I it was funny. Jackson's finger gets blown off by a firework. <laughs> And the follow-up, you know, they get in the car and Sloane's really bad at driving. And the follow-up in the hospital um, with all these finger jokes from the nurses and the doctors about like, you know, um, I can't put my finger on it. Or you've got her wrapped around your finger and, and fingers crossed. <laughs> so that was all funny. I didn't like the idea that they were smoking weed in the hospital though. That was a bit weird. Uh, Sloane, <laughs> she's getting dressed for Halloween. And she's like, oh, my, my costume, I look like a whore. <laughs> and and um, <laughs> it's really funny. The nieces are sitting there and they're like, well, what's that? And then... The, their mum or Abby, um, Sloane's sister says, you know, it's someone who gets paid to play with boys and the little girls are like, oh, I want to be a whore too. <laughs> that was, it landed quite well. I thought that was funny. Um, the argument in the supermarket between Sloane and Jackson where he says, if Ryan Gosling walked past, you'd still say no to him about, you know, the, her commitment issues. And she's like, you're wrong. He wouldn't do his own shopping. And then just in the background behind her is a guy that looks exactly like Ryan Gosling. So that was quite funny too. Uh, what are some things I didn't like? Uh, a few things. Like the, there's this scene in, I think it was New Year's Eve. It's like a dirty dancing song that plays at yeah, the time of my life. And that Sloane and Jackson do the dance. It's lame, especially when she falls over and her boobs fall out. It just wasn't funny. 
Jackson getting Sloane out of this awkward situation with her ex, his name was Luke, I think. Uh, it was lame, especially the follow-up. He's like, you know, I can have a thank you hand job in the car. That was weird. The whole Sloane and Jackson waking up and wondering if they had sex. And he's like saying, you know, you must be able to tell. I, I can't tell. I don't have a vagina. And she's like, well, how does yours look? And he's like, oh, it looks tired. Just silly. It didn't mean anything. Um, that idea that Sloane has bad genes and will need chemo at some stage. So she needs someone to look after her. This is a line her mother runs with. Just felt a bit off. And, and the wedding. There's a wedding where Jackson takes Aunt Susan and she sucks his fingers. That was... <sighs> and that was just weird. Um... There's a scene where Sloane has laxatives and she really needs to go to the toilet and it was really drawn out. And then we didn't actually see what happened. They just like closed the door. So it wasn't funny. It just didn't land. Uh, Abby makes out like she's married with four kids and she makes out with Jackson's friend, the guy at Halloween dressed up as Black Panther. It just wasn't needed. Um, Aunt Susan getting together with the doctor at the end. That was gross. And, and the final set piece in, in the shopping mall, Sloane's on the stage, takes the microphone to profess her love for, for Jackson. Not a big fan. <laughs> All right, themes, ideas. What's he saying? So obviously that, that idea of the expectations of families when it comes to dating, like marriage, children, how much pressure that can put on people too. Uh, the idea of love, being hurt, moving on, discovering what it actually is, and, and also communicating about how you are feeling because that can be helpful too. That idea of commitment, working out when you're ready for it and what it actually looks like. And loneliness too. People aren't meant to be alone. Companionship brings happiness. So happiness is an important thing for humanity as well. Um, that's, I'm not sure that's what they were going for, but that's what I got out of it. Um, well, what else did I take out of it? I think um, the film sort of tries to critique the, the genre conventions of a rom-com at various stages. But the film itself doesn't do anything to, to break the mold or say anything about it. So little frustrations with those comments throughout the film too. All right, questions, ponderings uh, about this film. Like, the idea of this holiday arrangement, everyone in the film knows about it. So doesn't that defeat the purpose? Because people are still going to continue to question them about the issues of settling down because the people they're on this holiday with, they're not actually going to settle down with. I thought that was weird. Um, Jackson, I said before, don't know much about him. Like, why did he move to America? Why doesn't he speak to his family? There's a scene where Sloane calls his mum about his injury. Like, was that meant to have an impact? Because it didn't, because we don't know the repercussions of what his relationship with his family is. So that was weird. And the other thing, we don't see any of Sloane's friends on screen. Why not? Why, what, what, usually you have a friend that you can bounce ideas off. Is she that lonely? Like, I just thought that was weird too. All right, ready to wrap it up. We give the film a rating out of five. So for me, looking back on it, there were, there were some moments that landed, but when you just have as many, you know, moments that don't work, it's sort of hard to walk away and say that I enjoyed it. It's a nice effort for trying, but the characters weren't fleshed out well enough, just didn't land. I'm giving it a two out of five. Two out of five for me for holiday. We're on socials. We've got Instagram, we've got Facebook, and we've got X, formerly known as Twitter. The question for this week is, is this a Christmas film? <laughs> it's called Holidate. I get that, that we see lots of holidays throughout the year in the film, but Christmas is at the opening and at the end. I don't know if it's a fully fledged Christmas film. Argue with me. Let me know what you think. We're back next week. Next week, we have another 2020 film. It's the Polish supernatural horror slasher film called Nobody Sleeps in the Woods Tonight, or in Polish, where Les Disney Zernikt. It's directed by Bartosz M. Kowalski and stars Julia Winowa. Mikhail Lupa and Victoria Gaiswecka. That's what we got. Polish film. Excited. Hope you are too. Horror film. Hopefully it's uh well it's gonna be completely different to this one today. <laughs> As always, thanks for hanging out and I will see you next week.